Welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. I'm Emma Sue Prince. I'm an author and trainer, and I write about seven key skills that are crucial to your health, happiness, and well-being. Those skills are adaptability, empathy, critical thinking, integrity, optimism, being proactive, and resilience. And everything I do is from the premise that we can all actively build these skills every day and that we have pretty much unlimited capacity to do this. We run face-to-face workshops, live online masterclasses and self-access modules, as well as a host of free resources on all of these skills to a global audience and to very diverse groups, which tells me that everyone can benefit so much from nurturing the seven skills. I've now completed my 14 days of magic challenge with magic mind and magic mind is a shot full of amazing nutritious ingredients that improve focus we have a discount code specially for our listeners skills 14 you can also win a subscription to magic mind by joining in the competition simply commit to improving your life in three ways for 14 days take the magic mind drink upload pictures and videos to youtube instagram or tiktok using the hashtag 14 days of magic and upload your content to magicmind.co.slash 14 days of magic by the 30th of november good luck this week how to deal with procrastination We all do it. Procrastination is a kind of weird self-regulating failure. We're often aware that we procrastinate, but we do it anyway. And we all know what it feels like to intend to write a big report or work on a presentation, but end up wasting time on the internet or I'll just check my email, make a coffee. People often assume that procrastination is simply a matter of willpower, But in reality, the situation is far more complex than that. We procrastinate when our self-control and motivation, which might be hindered by things like lack of energy or delay between the present and the time when we expect to be rewarded for our efforts, are outweighed by negative factors like anxiety or task aversion. And when this happens, we fail to self-regulate our behaviour and that causes us to postpone things unnecessarily, even though we know we should be doing them. Procrastination often leads to a gap between how we intend to act and how we act in reality. Fear at failing at what we do or anxiety about it will make us want to put it off. The unpleasantness of task or the perceived unpleasantness. So even how we talk about it, I've got a report I must write, I need to do, I have to do. And that's quite reactive language. Distractions are a massive issue when it comes to procrastination because we're so ill-equipped to handle them. And we often think that it's about increasing our ability to focus, but actually it's not. Our brains can focus. We need to manage our environment, create an environment where there are far less distractions. Procrastination also happens a lot when the reward is further away. So what this means is that, you know, if your deadline is quite far away, you might wait until the very last minute. Lack of energy plays a role too. So if you're tired, if you've been working all day, or if you've been suffering from lack of sleep, any of those things will 
will decrease motivation. And we can also experience feeling overwhelmed if you have a lot of tasks that pile up. Much easier to take no action at all or even feel paralysed at the thought of the sheer amount of things that we have to get done. So what can we do? There's loads of research on this and things like managing your time effectively, knowing how to regulate your emotions better. We can learn to stop procrastinating, but only by doing small things each day that lead to big outcomes. And that's one of the things that we say in our workshops or in my coaching sessions, you do small things, little tweaks that lead to big impact. Time management will work because it regulates your behaviour, but you have to find a method that works for you. And it's quite individual. For example, a well-known method is the Pomodoro technique. What that means is you work on something for a set amount of time, could be 25 minutes, could be 90 minutes, and then you take a short break before you start to work again. You might have a certain number of cycles like this. So in Pomodoro, it's four. And then you might take a longer break, 30 minutes before getting back to work. So you can modify that technique um, to suit your personal preference. So, you know, you might, for example, rather than saying, I'm going to have a marker for each work cycle, maybe I would choose a different type of marker, maybe number of words that I'm going to write or the number of pages will have read. There's no single method that works for everyone. So you need to try out different things until you find something that works for you. If you're not sure, you can start with that Pomodoro technique and kind of go, go from there. Deadlines can be good too, especially if you impose them yourself by breaking a task up and working out when you'll complete each part. Now, I want to talk about energy levels because energy levels are key and we are not very good at managing and and conserving our energy and doing that well. We don't seem to realise that energy gets depleted over the course of a day. We need to be looking after ourselves when the pressure is on. That means taking regular breaks where you're chopping up your energy, eating properly, getting enough sleep, these things make a big, big difference. And one way to reduce your tendency to procrastinate or our tendency, because we, you know, we all have it, is to identify your peak times, which are times when you are most productive, and then see if you can design your schedules that most of your work, not your email, your work work is planned for those time periods. Become a bit more self-aware. So when do you procrastinate? what's happening when you procrastinate? Does it happen more when you're working from home compared to when you're in the office, for example? Do you struggle to finish tasks after you've started them? So maybe you have a big burst of energy at the beginning of starting something, but it kind of wanes? Or do you actually struggle just to get started in the first place? And what can you put in place in your environment to help you? Maybe having a clutter-free environment is going to help. Or just making sure that you have everything that you need to hand so you don't have to keep changing location or changing position. And then how do you procrastinate? So what do you do when you're procrastinating? Do you browse social media? Do you pick up your phone? Do you find small and unimportant tasks to complete? Do you go get a cup of tea? So these are kind of displacement activities. It's about the environment again. Shut off those browsers. Put your phone far away from you. Most of us have our phones within touching distance. Just put it somewhere where you can't touch it. Create an environment that's conducive to work. So our brains love cues. So maybe try music. There is music that helps you to focus. Aromatherapy can be really good. So find ways that make your environment work for you. And then why do you procrastinate? Is it because you find yourself constantly being distracted? In which case you're doing that yourself. How do you change that? Or do you feel so overwhelmed that you don't even know how to get started? So there are different things you can do here. Behavioural techniques are things that involve instilling good behaviours and avoiding bad ones. So examples of this would be having a to-do list, um, creating streaks, 
um, implementing nudges, working in cycles, that kind of thing. And then there are cognitive techniques which involve promoting positive thought patterns and eliminating negative ones. So these could be things like holding yourself accountable for your actions, visualizing how you're going to feel when you have finished that task and changing the way that you view them. So reframing how you talk about what, you, what, what you're doing. But each of these would help you accomplish at least one of the following things. Doing anything like this will help you make it easier to get started. So for example, leaving the document that you need to work on open on your computer before you go to sleep, making it easier to keep going once you've started. So for example, putting your phone on silent, putting it out of the way, and make it harder to avoid working. So for example, you could consider turning off the Wi-Fi on your computer network so that you can uh, remove that urge to procrastinate uh, by looking at other browsers. And research shows that you only need to have one step that makes it harder for you to do that. So that's why having your phone far away from you in order to go and look at your phone, you're going to have to consciously, it becomes a conscious behavior of getting up and going to get it as opposed to automated behavior where you just pick it up uh, and look at it. But what's important to remember is pick the ones that best fit your personal situation. Some things will work better for different people and might even work differently for the same person in different situations. So try one of these things out and notice the difference that it makes. Even just 30 minutes of focused work makes a massive difference. Thank you so much for listening. And for more ideas, free resources, access to free mindfulness webinars, yoga and mini modules of the seven skills, just head on over to sevenskillsforthefuture.com. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do share and do leave a review to help us increase our audience. Have a great day great week.